2: Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day.
3: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. Welcome to another live program here on Voice of Islam radio station. Um, today you're joined by myself, Safir, and uh, Salman here uh, in studio, broadcasting from London live, and uh, we are going to talk about the uh very very tragic and uh sad um earthquake uh which has taken place uh, in turkey in southern turkey and uh northern uh, areas of syria and um you know it's it's such a uh tragic uh situation uh where lots of people have uh lost their lives and uh, you know our condolences and our heartfelt p- prayers um go out to the uh family members as well as uh the communities that have lost their lives and been um very um uh, you know uh strongly affected by this uh devastating earthquake. Um so we are going to talk about this in the next uh you know hour two hours um you can give us a call zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight if you want to share with us your um uh, you know your sentiments and your uh views on on the developing situation as well um of um you know this uh, this this great tragedy. Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is the number. Uh, Salman assalamualaikum. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Um, it's a very uh, you know sad and somber um, you know uh, time for humanity. Uh, great loss of life. Um, I think in in moments like this, when we talk about such topics on 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 Voice of Islam um you you struggle to speak right it's it's hard to to put into words the feelings of what we see uh is happening mm-hmm. uh to to uh people who are uh really uh you know struggling so the words that we as as muslims always have on on our lips is inna lillahi wa inna at these moments that uh surely to allah we belong and to him shall we return that we belong to god and um, all of us are going to one day return to him, right? It's it's a it's a very very, you know, a hard conversation to have, uh, especially over the few days that what we've seen has happened.
0: Absolutely, I mean, look, we we, we always um, come on the drive time show, and we we talk about it, we various topics, right? Yeah, and um, there is a, always a certain vision that we take <clears throat> into the program, into the show, um, how we are going to be approaching a certain topic, but today um as you said it is, it is really hard to 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 put um emotions as such into into words um and i mean we on this side of the world um, the i mean we we are not as affected obviously mm. um and i was just thinking to myself look if if i'm feeling a certain way imagine and I don't think we can even start to imagine what yeah. what those people are actually going through. Um, That's what I was saying, that it's so hard to, like,
3: put that into words. Exactly, because exactly. if you look at the pictures, you know, um, I, I was looking at this picture, uh, a father, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. sitting on, on, on the rubble yeah. and holding the hand of his daughter yeah. who was, you know, uh, in the rubble. Yeah. She was dead. But you you could just look at his face, and you couldn't even imagine what kind of emotions that is going through a father, you know, a a parent to lose his whole family. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's such a uh, you know tragic uh, situation. And uh, however, you know, when we talk about this, uh, there's there's always things that we can do as human beings. One is, of course, to to pray Mm -hmm. um, to. Uh, to to try to also try to help uh, as much as we can. You know, as you said, you know, we cannot even imagine because we are sitting in relative comfort, uh, exactly. if you look at, if exactly. you compare it. And, uh, but these people uh, are just like us human beings, brothers and sisters, and they are suffering. So we can help uh, with, uh, you know, um uh, donating uh, towards the charities that are doing uh, emergency work there. And we're going to talk about Humanity First as well, mm-hmm. who's always uh, at the forefront and they have a disaster relief uh, campaign uh, running as well.
0: I mean, that's obviously something, again, mm-hmm. v- very, very close to my heart. And I'm probably would be, be mm-hmm. mentioning that um, a few times in uh, the next two hours or so, um, is that, the the first thing that humanity needs to do is obviously pray <coughs> mm. for 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 those that have been affected and the 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 families and not just the people that are in turkey and syria at the moment but obviously they have families and friends yeah. outside turkey yeah. and syria as well people that can't physically be be there yeah. but the 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 pain is as much as um any um other person affected at the moment yeah. So obviously we need to pray for these people, mm. and the second thing, which I think is very, very important, and as you said, that we are here uh, in in our comfort zones, right? Mm. We need to try and find a way to help those people, and there are numerous charities and organisations that are asking you to to come out and I mean, give whatever you can, a a donation as as a minor as five pounds could could be very very um, important for for the people over there. Yeah. Um, you have clothing lying around. You have um, blankets and and all all sorts of things that can really help the people um, at the um, at the scene there mm. in Turkey and Syria. So we really need to make sure that we show our human side in these hard times because this is uh, why we as human beings um, have been given life. So there is the part where we, yeah. we worship our our, our, our Lord. But the second and as important part of being a, a human being is to have sympathy and love towards those um, that are in need at the moment.
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I think you, you've you explained it very well there. Um, I think it all goes in hand with the teaching of Islam as well, that, you know, uh, if you save one life, uh, it is as you've saved the whole mankind. Um and uh this disaster, obviously the earthquake, uh for, for those of our listeners who might not be aware, I'll be surprised if you're not aware, mm-hmm. but uh yeah. this this actually happened on uh Monday, sixth of February, and um it was a seven point eight magnitude earthquake, uh so very strong one. Yeah. Which hit the south of Turkey and the northern uh and the north of Syria. Uh the earthquake uh stuck at about four o'clock in the morning um and centered about 20 miles from the city Gaziantep and uh, about 16 miles from the town of uh, Nordagi. um the geological survey has also said that the earthquake was 11 miles deep and was followed by a strong 6.7 um uh, you know aftershock mm-hmm. uh, about uh, 10 minutes later so we we know from uh, the reports that uh, obviously the main uh, uh, quake happened and then after that, several uh, aftershocks also uh, followed. So that is, again, something that causes a lot of, um, you know, destruction because once you have a big earthquake, then obviously the aftershocks creates a more, uh, you know, creates further problems for the rescuers. It, It can sometimes uh you know uh make the um uh, the the buildings that have collapsed even more inaccessible in terms of rescue however we know um, as we have seen from footage as well how uh, you know amazing uh you know rescuers uh volunteers and uh, people have uh, been trying night and day to try to rescue mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. um uh, from the rubble and they can now, obviously, it's been a few days as well, and you know it's 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 the winter months, so it's the cold uh, is is another thing which is yeah. very crucial. Uh, it's um, the cold weather is is making a time of a very essence here when it comes to rescuing, and um, it's, you know it's it's a very difficult situation at the moment in terms of rescuing as well. I think the the death toll uh, is increasing every few hours actually and um, the recent uh, we have is that uh, uh, it is close to Mm 20,000 you know uh, 20,000 it's it's not a small number you know it's uh, it's very very tragic Um, uh, but this number unfortunately looks like it uh, it it may increase as well
0: yeah I mean the, the the number has increased drastically um, over the day. So Monday was, uh, so it was only three days ago. Mm. And the initial numbers coming in were in in, in a few hundreds initially. And, and the number has increased so rapidly. And I mean, we can, again, we can only hope and pray that this now stops at some point. Yeah. And that the people that are, were affected, they, they, I mean, life, Coming normal is is so so far away for them. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but we can we, just
3: pray that as many people are rescued as possible yeah, in the quickest yeah. uh, time. Also, um, Imam Salman, let's let's go to our first guest. We have uh, uh, with us uh, Rohani Muhammad Bakr, uh, uh, who is uh, informatics engineer on the ground uh, in Syria. Uh, good afternoon. Peace be upon you, uh, Rohani. alaikum. Waalaikumsalam wa uh, JazakAllah, thank you very much for joining us uh, First of all, obviously our condolences uh, And uh, our heartfelt prayers for uh, all of the people who are uh, suffering um, mm. uh, Thank you for taking your time as well out for being with us today uh, mm. We hope that you are safe um, Could you describe the situation in Syria And the challenges faced by the local communities during this difficult time?
4: It's a very difficult time because uh, there is a very small uh, and uh, not enough um, helping from government, from outside, uh, from just help from the uh, population, local population. And the weather and so cold, rain and the people are out in street in... Uh, Court in park without a uh, blanket without food. Yes, very difficult
1: hmm.
4: today. Today, uh, one of the victims uh, they uh, call me, it's a random number, but they call me. We are under uh, the hubble, uh, cannot can't breathe. Um, was, I was very shocked and crying, but uh, I tried to help them effectively. So I took their number and I took their address. I sent uh, the rescue team and the uh, ambulance, and uh, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, they are now safe and in hospital.
3: Alhamdulillah. So you're saying somebody called you uh, while they were trapped under mm-hmm. a rubble and you, you yes. were able to send a team to, to rescue
4: them? Yes.
3: Okay so that that happened today was it? Yes today. Okay. Um how important is uh you know you mentioned uh you know the cold weather of course makes it even more difficult to survive uh, in such situation. Um how has this earthquake impacted the access to basic needs such as food, water, healthcare for for the people? Uh, who are struggling because I imagine there's a lot of destruction in the area so it might not be that accessible
4: yes societies and humanitarian organizations responded to this disaster as much as possible by providing shelter uh, uh, for families who lost their homes and providing ambulance and specialized engineering to evaluate building and such. but uh, it's not enough uh, we ca- we this all this cannot be uh, cover all the damage and uh, disaster happened here in Aleppo.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes. yes, surely, surely, these are very, very um, difficult mm. times that the that, that uh, yes,
4: people are. And, and hospitals, these dispensaries are crowded of engineering, medical staff are working for 24 hours for providing free treatment. Uh, until now, buildings are uh, collapsed. With flat until this moment mm-hmm. uh, so it's not ended okay again yani, uh, earthquake ends yes it is now uh, very low uh, but uh, there is this there is very important point that uh, buildings not uh, safe anymore in alico
1: 19
4: percent have cracks and uh, our uh, for, uh, after hour we discover that another building collapsed on the ground
0: right um true truly i mean you're absolutely right there, that that the 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 main earthquake itself yes. uh, may have stopped, but obviously the the
4: consequences is i would like to touch special special on the city of denemberes it belongs to ahim. Uh, countryside of Aleppo because of the media block out there. Even it is the most affected and damaged city in Syria, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, plus uh, it because of earthquake. Until, until yesterday, they are uh, not, uh, around more, more than a thousand people under the rubble. Uh, since the area wasn't extended with relief and any machines to remove the rubble, there is no local or international humanitarian uh, intenderes. no organization. Mm-hmm. Survivors uh, of the earthquake are waiting in the, in the street without shelter and food in difficult weather conditions. And the people of the city uh, trying to lift the rubble and help the victims through their hands and nails and uh, even uh, with, with dishes, there is no, there is no clean, just uh, white handwares.
3: Uh, hem- hem- mm. I was just going to ask that because uh, obviously uh, such big blocks of, uh, of, yeah. of, uh, of, you know, fallen roofs and walls yeah. that are obviously very heavy.
4: It's uh, situation, not...
3: Uh, mm. Mm. Yeah. To, to, to remove that, so, so even the you need, you know, big cranes and... and yeah. Uh, tractors, maybe that uh, can heavily lift uh, those uh, those things that are uh, tra- trapping people underneath it. Um, so mm-hmm. there is obviously a lack of that as well. So how are uh, the rescuers? Uh, you, you mentioned e- even you know just with their hands they're they're doing it. I mean in, in that in that uh, in that way it seems very difficult to 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 do that operation. Whole city
4: have the three machines. Three, uh tracks instead setting in of or maybe track for remove the rubble
1: mm-hmm.
4: the three one for uh, more than uh, uh, 200 buildings until now they uh, until yesterday uh, the people uh, hear the sound of the victims they are crashing screaming crying but no answers uh today uh they stopped hearing anything so we don't need any more any help from anybody in the world they are just dead now
3: oh that's it that is absolutely tragic and uh you know it's uh has has there uh, I I know that uh, the charities and, and international communities uh, are sending aid or trying to send some help. Uh, ha- have you seen any of that uh, reaching the areas or do you think that it will still take some time before uh, actual aid comes through?
4: Uh, the doors, only doors, uh, they, um, they prevent uh, to enter any kind of uh, helping or uh, restaurant food or uh, machines. They prevent even uh, the people outside family uh, family of the victims. They send money by uh, centers, send money by uh, to to their family. They erupt Even that uh, that helps them. Isn't Right. Maybe, they, uh, maybe this morning it sent a thing to to help
3: the uh, Jinderers. Hmm. Uh, Runae, if you don't mind me asking, wh- where were you when, when the earthquake actually happened? And, and tell us a little bit how it, it felt at that time.
4: Uh, I was in home, me and my family, took no of my sister, my sister in Germany.
3: Hmm. Uh,
4: the earthquake uh, hit uh, at 4 o'clock and 20 hours. Hmm.
3: So, so, we
4: are all sleeping.
3: <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's it's extremely sad uh, and and tragic situation uh, you know, in mm-hmm. that surely to Allah we belong and to Him shall we return our our uh, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, Ronahi, uh may Allah bless you for the hard work that you are doing in your team as well uh, in trying to to help as best as you can um you know we can we can only pray and and try to support as best as we can uh mm-hmm. for the rescue operation uh, thank you very much for your for speaking to thank us uh, today JazakAllah. assalamu alaikum wa wa barakatuh uh, is the number to call um if you obviously uh, have uh, any relatives or are aware of the situation um in terms of uh the d- the development and do give us a call i know there's a there's a huge uh turkish um muslim and turkish uh community here in the u k as well mm-hmm. and um obviously as uh, Runa, he said as well that uh those people uh who have relatives who have been affected in many instances they are not able to even communicate yeah and there's very little that they can do at this moment in time, and you know our thoughts and prayers go go out to all of those people uh you know may uh God give everybody peace because this is such a thing that uh is uh, you cannot explain the, no. the 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 difficulty and and as Ronahi said as well that before they could hear the people yeah. screaming and asking for help, but when you when you stop hearing that then that that means that you know it's, it may be too late, unfortunately, because there is nothing else you can do, is it?
0: Sometimes it feels like that we we have failed as as humanity when we weren't able. I mean, um, I was just um having a look at at the, the the latest news, and it says that the um first UN relief convoy that has now crossed um the Syrian border through Turkey and these are apparently these are six um lorries that are taking um aid um such as food and and clothing etc by the time they actually reach the the actual scene yeah. right um by the time and, and and i mean that that is so tragic to listen to and really leaves one completely speechless and it it, it just begs the question that what are we doing as human beings why are we not reaching uh, on time why are we are we not reaching earlier i mean this 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 um news tells you it's the first convoy that reaches there 3 mm. days later yeah. 3 days later we are reaching yeah. there right and then someone f- from from i mean th- that's there Runahi tells us that we were hearing uh, crying and screaming from from the rebel and uh, that's not c- completely quiet mm. right and and you can feel the disappointment and, and and the sense of hopelessness when she says that we don't need anyone to come anymore because it's too late, mm. right? I mean that that just leaves one completely speechless. And again, yeah. again, um, that it's w-
3: you know it's a damage on this on this kind of scale as well. I understand that there are logistical issues and, and it's happening so fast, and, yeah. and you need to respond so fast, yeah. and sometimes the. It does not happen that mm. you can, uh, you know, get there as quick as possible. But Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday—three days. Yeah, I mean, this is a situation where international community has to act very fast. Exactly. I mean, it could happen, you know, anywhere. Who's who's immune to an earthquake? Exactly. Who's immune to natural disasters? Nobody, right? We've yeah. seen natural disasters in in America. We've seen uh, natural disasters happen in Europe and in other places. So at this moment in time, it's it's so important to to be quick and and try to do as much as you can, as quickly as possible, to save as as many lives as possible uh, as well. So, of course, as you mentioned, there are lessons for us to learn yeah. as humanity.
0: Runahi was this, um, describing the situation that there are certain parts of Syria they, they don't have any such cranes or machines, etc. So what people are using their bare hands mm. To to try and, out, yeah. and and dig people out and and remove that rubble. How, how's that even possible?
3: Mm.
0: With, with the machine, you obviously also need the expertise to do such an operation yeah. at, at such a large scale, because yeah. one wrong step could be more harmful than actually helping out. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I mean, yeah, it is very important that 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 we we. Um, Get to those areas, exactly. and, and we help as much as we exactly.
3: can. Exactly, uh, we're going to speak to Tuba Ahmed but who is uh, wife of a missionary um, who's uh, working in uh, Turkey. Um, Tuba Ahmed, Emad, Alaikum, peace be upon you, and welcome to the Drive Time Show. Wa
5: alaikum
3: salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. First of all, in lillahi wa inna ilaihi know, obviously uh, we belong to Allah and, and to Him shall we return. It's it's an extremely uh, tragic uh, situation in in Turkey as well as in Syria. Uh, could you um, obviously update us a little bit about the uh, situation in Turkey and for our listeners as well, um, how uh, people have been impacted, what what kind of area are we looking at, and uh, what's the uh, ongoing rescue efforts?
5: okay so um first of all um i think um this is one of the biggest earthquakes in this area in the century and um to have an image what we're talking about it's the impacted areas as big as the whole uk and um, i'm currently talking to you from a place which is 500 kilometers away from the epicenter and still um doing both a larger earthquakes uh to in the early morning hours um that occurred um um, like at the same time um afterwards and one on midday um our building was shaken and um so another it's um unimaginable to um imagine the power of uh, the earthquake and um, the current situation looks like this um the disaster emergency management um, is uh so so important during the last three days um here the time has um Stopped. Everything else doesn't matter. Um, everyone all over Turkey and even all over the world is currently trying to um, uh, uh, send help to the affected area. Um, the Turkish government has, um we have over there, more than 100,000 uh, search and rescue workers who still trying to, who still try to find uh, survivors in the debris. And um, five thousand from them, more than five thousand are from other countries <clears throat> and. Um, the Turkish government has also Settled an air corridor and uh, there are more than 20 ships to deliver materials to the area um, Because that is um, after the earthquake comes the cold comes the hunger um, and comes the um, Like the, the people need um, shelter um, as um, you have already uh, talked um, discussed um, The buildings more than 6,000 buildings have collapsed and um, these are still there um, people cannot go back into there it's just life um i think um during the last 60 hours um people do not know that um even though there were two bigger earthquakes afterwards there have been more than 1000 registered earthquake which means every three minutes there has been an earthquake and uh, most of them have been um could be felt in the affected area and some of them even um, 500 kilometers away from where we are so um, that is what we're talking about. These people who try to rescue the people under the debris—they are—they are in a in an extremely um, rare situation. They have to fear that another earthquake can um, occur, and, and there are even um, videos um, on the internet where you can see that um, every, the rescue uh, workers try to um, save the people, and another earthquake hits and um, shakes shakes them. It's um, really frightening, um, and um, yeah, and what the disaster relief um is um yeah we, they have already um that's the most important part now after the earthquakes those who have survived there are 60 more than 60,000 wounded there are um millions affected and those need shelters where they have um Um, distributed more than one million blankets, they have uh, more than 130,000 tents and more than 70,000 family tents, and uh, still it's not enough, and there are still areas that uh, still need help, and um, also uh, for the hunger, the nourishment is important, Um, they are um, trying to um, cater the people. There are uh, more than eight, about 80 catering vehicles, more than 90 mobile kitchens, and they have already, within the last three days, distributed 3 million units of hot meal and 5 million liters of water. And um, if the work still continues and there is in um, the need, doesn't. Um, it doesn't get less and um, even psychological support um, is needed over there as there are over 5,000, 1,500 officials to give psychological support to the people, so this is what we are actually talking about. It's a huge, 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 um, unimaginable, um, um, huge number of what we're talking about, it's, um, yeah.
0: Mhm. Um, that's that's truly um, tragic, what, what you are explaining to us. And, also our previous caller runahi who was uh, on ground in syria um explained to us a very similar situation um now the humanity first um is is active at the moment in 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 the area um so how is humanity first helping with the aid and the rescue of those affected
5: yeah so humanity first has um started the work um immediately uh, and already on monday there were um Uh, coordinating and um, uh, building up the team, they have arrived on Tuesday and they are um, um, in the affected area and they have um, already um, contacted the official um, disaster and uh, uh, emergency management um in order to find out where is the most important need um what is um to evaluate the current situation and um yeah in order to find out uh, where the need of help is the highest and organize it and currently um the organization of um that um uh, help is um being organized
3: mm.
5: yeah like
3: that's one, right uh, one of the few mm-hmm positives i mean there's there's so much uh devastation and so much uh, help that is needed but there's there's obviously a, an element of positivity and that is that communities come together and and the the humanity comes together to really rally and try to uh, to 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 save people to help people uh, that is the the beauty as well. Um, so so I want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, obviously, after such a big destruction, what is the community spirit like during this difficult time, and uh, how are people, you know, helping and supporting each other to try to rescue and support uh, the affected people as best as possible.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I've already uh, said, that um, the time has stopped here, and um, that's the the actual. Because everyone is uh, worried, and everyone is um, working for each other. The cohesion within the community is very strong and reassuring. Um, I think I haven't cried yet because um, we are all like family, and um, this is what uh, actually everyone has shown. Everyone was. is there for everyone, asks for the needs of the other, um, offers their help, and even in the affected areas uh, where the um, community members have lost their homes, um, they have uh, gathered together so that everyone, like a large family, gives each other uh, psychological and physical support, and um, no one is left alone, everyone is worried for each other, and um, the relations um, between people who don't actually know each other, um, it's like family family kind of relations, and mm um yeah those uh even immediately after the earthquakes um from the affected area they, they have received messages to uh send fax letters to uh, of prayers to her uh, the fifth relief and once again this shows also a very very strong faith within the community and um that was um and yeah no one is left alone even we have a member who um, um is uh, ever, since the earthquake happens um for those who um, eat glut, um, gluten-free bread, uh, she's cooking this with the community to send it to the place because they know, okay, the, um, the bread being distributed, it's not gluten-free, uh, uh, gluten-free and the people need this kind of, um, like everyone is uh, really cautious and, um, um, and no one actually sleeps um, um, calmly and they're actually everyone is worrying for each other.
3: Yeah. Yeah, um, I would imagine so. And uh, um, I think uh, for people sitting far away, um, uh, you know, there's there's something that we all can do, right? I mean, we can all help, we can all do our bit uh, with prayers and also donations. So I wanted to ask if you wanted to say something about that. How can individuals and organizations continue to support the earthquake relief uh, in the short term, as you mentioned, but also in the long term?
5: Um, I think you have mentioned it already, um, prayers and donations are the most important um, aspect to help um, the local community and those affected in the areas because the donations will um, um, will be needed to um, continue the, um, the work um, that will be needed for the next few Days, weeks, and months, and um, even maybe years. So, um, don't um, stop this. And if you have the possibility, if you haven't donated yet, do donate. Money is the best way to donate, and donate to organizations that are reliable and that are are in contact with the local, um, um, yeah, uh, governmental organizations. And um, yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, well, uh, may Allah bless uh, your uh, efforts as well, and, and the efforts of all the people who are uh, going at the scene and and uh, you know doing their best. Uh, you know, may Allah enable us as humanity to to save as many people as possible. Thank you very much, Tuba uh, Ahmed, for your time.
5: Um, you are welcome. Also, pray for the Manchester team. That's what I would um, give uh, you on the way. That uh, their efforts and
3: um their work is being blessed inshallah inshallah inshallah, inshallah. Uh, definitely i mean the 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 rescue workers and the all those people helping with the rescue efforts i think uh, that is also a very very hard and difficult job uh, i was just reading this uh, obviously there are so many examples of people uh, what they are doing to what extent they are going to mm. try to save people you know digging with their bare hands yeah. and and their their hands and skin, you know, all scraping off because the desperation to try to save people. Um, just uh, reading about uh, a, a rescuer which is using, for example, you know, they can in the rubble, they could see that there are there is a person or yeah. hear that there is a person yeah. stuck under and maybe a bit deep, so they cannot reach at that moment. But uh, his example of of uh, of a rescuer who's used the tube. A long pipe, kind of, to to reach down mm. deep into the rubble uh, to 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 speak to a girl, a li- little girl that is laying there, and through that, you know, tube, uh, being able to send some a water bottle or something to just to yeah. try to keep her going till till they can dig far enough to to yeah. reach her. I mean, that shows
0: how desperate the situation is as well. Absolutely. Um. That that reminds me of of the earthquake. Some about 10 15 years ago hmm. in pakistan um similar situation back then and they were still able to um get people out alive hmm. um many many days after yeah so there is still hope There's from still hope, yes. from that point of view that if, yeah. if if the right sort of of um machines as well as the right sort of expertise reach there yeah. in time um we we can save many, many lives. Mm-hmm. As, but then again, um, it's it's a matter of reaching there and, and it's a matter of us uh, as human beings that are not able to maybe physically help us, but definitely from a financial point of view, we should exactly. do as much as we can to help us. Exactly.
3: Let's go to uh, our next guest. We have uh, uh, with us Yusuf Aftab, who's director of the Humanity First uh, UK, uh, joining us. Uh, assalamu salamu uh, Welcome back to The Drive Time Show here on Voice of Islam, uh, Yusuf.
6: Well,
3: Islam. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah. Good. Um very difficult obviously um talking about what is happening. It's uh, it's so heartbreaking. And I'm sure um, you know, you have uh, uh, you're you're you know uh, right there looking at uh, the response um and, and how uh, we can help uh, you know these people. Um what is the current need for uh, donations and and money for the victims in Turkey and, and Syria, you know, from the perspective of your charity organization?
6: Yeah, so maybe uh, maybe a little bit of background um, in terms of um, Humanity First, who I, you know, uh, volunteer with. Um, it's uh, obviously an international uh, NGO in terms of its scope, registered in over 63 countries uh, with many uh, chapters in, in a lot of the European, African, Middle Eastern uh, uh, U.S. and Canadian um, countries that, that we have, and uh, there's a lot of uh, different type of work that Humanity First does. And you know, if people are interested, they can go onto the hfuk.org site um, and and see the type of work we're not only doing in the UK, but um, uh, in other countries. But it also interfaces into our international uh, page, which outlines uh, from a holistic perspective on globally what we're doing. One of the key arms, which is um, obviously um, greatly in need today at the moment, is uh, disaster relief uh, response. And um, that's um, what obviously the operations, um, Humanity First, offer and the services that they offer. And uh, wherever there is a disaster, they will try and uh, respond in in the best way possible uh, through either local partnerships um, uh, international cooperation um on uh, ensuring members that they have um at the local grassroots level to be able to work with them um so currently at the moment obviously we have a we have a team that's doing a, an assessment uh, in Turkey as we speak and and then exploring the avenues of support that it can provide in syria
0: mm-hmm. um Yusuf, what what are the weather conditions like there, and um, how is this impacting the the whole process? Yeah,
6: the weather conditions are probably uh, quite mild, similar to what you see in the UK sort of weather here. In in the areas that our our teams are out there, you know, weather conditions are roughly about ten degrees. But uh, to them, in terms of it, doesn't feel like that. It feels colder, and obviously during the night, it gets it gets much colder. You know, there have been reports uh, previous to this how as the disaster struck, that um, you know that there has been has been rain, heavy you know um, um, you know winds and, and, and some talk of snow. But currently at the moment, it's it's roughly about 10 degrees. But but like I said, it's quite chilly out there. Um, I mean, in terms of being able to operate in those difficult environments.
0: And um, from from the uh, Humanity First uh, point of view. How how are you coordinating with other um, organisations and NGOs?
6: Yeah, so we we internally uh, obviously do our due diligence in terms of the impact that that has been created uh, due to this devastation, and um, we also have uh, teams from Germany, Turkey, and uh, uh, the UK that are that are conducting an assessment, and so an assessment is quite multidimensional in terms of seeing the infrastructure impact, the impact uh, to the environment, the impact to the medical service and the infrastructure there, but also to, you know, um, certain things like uh, the utilities, you know, water, uh, etc. cetera. Um, and then once once we made an, uh, an assessment of that, and there's, uh, there's a m- multiple uh, agencies, there are hundreds that have come out to be able to help and, and provide their support and aid. Um, so what you—it has to be a very much a coordinated effort, and that coordination occurs via the United Nations Office of Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs. They have uh, within the country itself a, a disaster response unit called AFAD, which is which is the Turkey's uh, coordination center, and you have to um, register with them in terms of any activities as a, an NGO that you're going to conduct so um, the way they term the responses in, in a disaster situation is they call them emergency medical teams and there's varying different levels to them so level one two three a level one is a fixed and mobile unit that can move around and be able to support and provide um, you know um, to be able to treat a minimum of 100 patients or a period within a period of 24 hours, uh, provide basic medical needs and non-medical assistance that's needed to be able to triage, treat, and transfer patients. That's what uh, Humanity First is and and a lot of the organisations. Then you have your emergency medical two and three teams, which are more sort of fixed in terms of being able to put up uh, field hospitals where they're needed, and that's when you start looking at Things that you would expect to get in the hospital, being able to do scans, um, intensive care units, uh, um, other types of emergency and operations that can be done and conducted. Now, we, within the Humanity First, have the ability of personnel that specialise in that to be able to collaborate uh, with our other partners. Um, And that's what we're, you know, in in terms of doing and investigating in terms of what that need is. Um, So... You would have heard, you know, typical uh, in the news as well and, and from maybe some other callers. The greatest current need at the moment is the, the teams of urban search and rescue, hmm. you know, trying to be, be able to find people uh, within the rubble and the destruction that's created, see if there, uh, there are people living, uh, what is the impact there, and, and to be able to get them out in a safe way, because there's multiple aftershocks that are occurring and you have to be very, very mindful. Once, once, they've, once they've done that, then you be uh, you need to be able to uh, assess the medical needs of the patients and what they need from basic primary care needs to secondary care needs and psychosocial support because this has impacted people mentally uh, and physically. So th- th- those are the key key things that, that we're looking at and working at uh, and, and that's how we're collaborating with the other organisations out there. So it's very, very multidimensional.
3: dimensional. Mm. Absolutely, um, and since you touched upon you know the long term uh, aspect of this as well, obviously when people, the easiest thing for people to do right now is obviously donate, and and uh, maybe if you can touch upon a little bit about how that money that is donated, for example, to the Humanity First, how how that uh, in a quick way can can help on the ground, and also in in a long term, maybe you know is is donating uh, clothing, blankets, things, physical things that people might need. Toiletries, things like that, uh, would that also be something that would be needed maybe in the, in the future for, for the survivors?
6: Yeah, so, so a couple of, couple of things there. You gotta, you gotta, the considerations that you've got to have There's an emergency appeal that is launched by the United Nations. That's, that's done and they've already talked about some 25 million or even more than that. And then you've got the partner countries and multiple other countries that are providing a variety of different types of aids. Now, when, when in, a, in an earthquake, the destruction that you have is predominantly on buildings and then life hmm. um, and infrastructure in terms of the environment that's impacted there. So you've got to think housing has been impacted. So you have to have sheltered accommodation, but it's safe because the aftershocks are occurring. So there's a need of a, a need of uh, shelter. Obviously, people can't get into their homes. You know, they may have relatives in neighbouring villages and, and a lot of people can support and clothing essential things around sanitation and hygiene. A lot of those things will be provided and, and then food support. What I would say is that the biggest requirement at the moment would be is to, you know, there are multiple funds that are raised. Humanity First have also, within the UK, have launched their appeal and we've had a good traction and follow in regards to that. My, my, my appeal would be that anybody that's looking to have an impact at the grassroots level our, our unique selling point is that we have boots on the ground. We, uh, Administrative-wise, uh, you 93% know, 90, to 95% of the money actually goes on the beneficiary itself in comparison to a lot of other organizations where 60% of that money can go on to administrative costs. So I would say if you can give uh, give deep, uh, big and deeply in, in terms of your generosity, open your hearts because Turkey is a developed country a lot of support and then you've got a developing country like Syria um, where there's been conflict and, and a continued conflict and crisis there's a huge impact on um, uh, an already hit war torn country on infrastructure so um, as they try and get out of this there's going to be a lot of displacement of people a lot of movement you know generally you've seen refugees from Syria coming into Turkey you know that could impact people if their you know their houses Houses have been torn down. So it's ensuring that they've got, uh, from a livelihood perspective, safe places to live, you know, try and get back up from a psychosocial care perspective and then, you know, education and so forth. So money, I would say, is the biggest thing at the moment because there'll be a huge amount of supplies that are already being donated from a lot of agencies and a lot of uh, countries across the board.
3: Okay. Thank you very much, uh, JazakAllah, for your time uh... Uh, Yusuf and uh, May Allah bless uh, the efforts of Humanity First uh, uh, in this regard uh, as well. Jazakallah.
6: Yeah, no problem. And, I'd, and like I said, just a prayer for the efforts that every agency is making there, yeah. including Humanity First. And if you go on to hfuk.org forward slash, uh, slash uh, you'll see the donate page on there. Click the donate button and, and you know, whatever, whatever you can afford to pay, you know, every little thing, every little amount helps. So it'll be going to a great cause.
3: Absolutely. Jazakallah zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is the number to call. You can also tweet at uh, Voice of Islam UK. Um, Salman, uh, obviously, this is a very uh, emergency situation, and I think for us uh, people uh, living here and uh, far away, uh, I mean, uh, we uh, sacrifice. A very minimal sacrifice we can do is, mm. is you know, uh, setting aside uh, some. Money towards uh, towards this uh, noble course.
0: Absolutely, and and one thing we we really need to remember, um, especially here here in the developed side of the world, that we have as, as, as at the moment we probably experiencing experiencing a, a peak of emotions. Right, mm. this can go very quickly because the world's just in these these days it's just life just runs it very fast. Moves on, right? Yeah. Right. So It might not be in the news in a uh, Exactly. In a so time. we need to take immediate action, mm. so, right? Um, you are surrounded by your phones and laptops and computers and iPads and uh, and uh, tablets and whatnot, right? HFUK.org is the website. Go there. Um, just to put things into uh, proportion, when we go out for a single meal with our family, mm. we'll probably be spending around 100 quid these days, right? That's how much we can easily afford in these times, or most of us are, by the grace of God, we need to remember that those hundred pounds going towards a family in Turkey or Syria can do wonders for them. It, it it can feed them for not just not just a meal but many many days, mm. right? So before this emotion sort of goes away or or becomes less, right? Yeah. We need to take immediate action because these days, um, we we tend to move on very quickly. So. Something happens to your, uh, to you uh, in your personal life, and, and you might just completely forget about this. Absolutely. So, uh and it, it's 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 obviously um, a Humanity Fest or really any other organization or NGO that yes. that that you want to work with, that you want to uh, donate towards. Please do that asap. Exactly. We need to take immediate action.
3: Absolutely. Uh, just for your information as well, the UK have uh, pledged additional three million for. Uh, the um, earthquake uh, rescue efforts in Syria, uh, uh, which uh, which is uh, also part of the news, and of course, uh, as uh, Salman said, you know, uh, this is the time uh, to make that sacrifice. This is the time to make a difference, and th- all that can be done uh, from our part as well. Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is uh, the number to call. We'll continue with this in the second hour um the earthquake uh, which has uh, uh, caused a lot of destruction and uh, a lot of people have been impacted uh, the death toll is uh, now almost at uh, 20,000 as far as uh, we know and i'm saying as far as we know because uh, by the time uh, obviously uh, uh, the the unfortunately the numbers uh, will increase because uh, there are, there are so many areas so many blocks residential blocks where people have uh we're living and and they just you know collapsed collapse. so we we pray uh and we uh you know uh i think uh we have to pray really hard that uh, may god you know uh turn the situation uh into a positive uh, one and uh may most uh, you know more more and more people be saved we have seen miracles uh happen before as well uh, and obviously uh our thoughts and prayers are with all those people who are Affected. Um, we're coming up towards uh, our uh, news. Uh, join us after the new news as we continue uh, to talk about the uh, situation in uh, Turkey and Syria.
0: You are listening to the recording of a live show. Please do not call or text, as this is a recording,
1: and lines are now closed. Allah, Allah.
2: You're listening to the Voice of Islam radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day.
3: Good afternoon, peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. Welcome back to the Drive Time Show here on Voice of Islam a radio station. If you're just uh, tuning in and joining us, we have been talking about the uh, earthquake uh, in uh, Turkey and Syria and uh, we have uh, been uh, looking at the developing... Uh, Um, situation for you know the relief efforts as well as uh, what the charities are doing Uh, we also spoke to uh, our guest, uh, one of our guests earlier uh, speaking about how the situation is on the ground and uh, uh, you know what sort of difficult uh, uh, task uh, the rescue uh, you know uh, uh, people have, the, the, the people who are trying to rescue how difficult their task is and how they are basically running against the clock, uh, in, in terms of uh trying to save as many possible uh people as possible. Um, our heartfelt uh thoughts, prayers, uh, go out to all those people affected, their families, and obviously communities that are affected by this. Um, and uh, you know, to Allah we belong and to Him shall we all return. We all have to pass one day, uh, one way or the other. Um, uh, we we pray. Uh, for uh, for all these people that uh, have gone through such a tragic, uh, uh, you know, disaster. Now, looking uh, a little bit um, at the uh, location, uh, San Mano, Turkey is uh, known to be one of the world's most active earthquake zones due to, you know, its uh, location on the crossroads of three different tectonic plates and Obviously, for to understand the earthquakes, you have to look at the how the tectonic plates move and how they grind and how they cause these earthquakes. And uh, Turkey is, um, uh, you know, placed in in such a position where uh, it's prone to 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 earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Professor Joanna uh, Walker, uh, who is head of the Institute for Risk and Disaster Reduction at the University College of um, uh, the University College of London uh she said that of the deadliest earthquakes in any given year only two in the last 10 years have been uh you know on the same level on the same magnitude uh, and four in the previous 10 years now obviously that shows that uh, uh you know this uh, the, the 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 severity of that er- earthquake that happened in, uh, in 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 turkey and syria uh was it 7.8 magnitude it's very very strong And um, the stronger the earthquake, the more destruction it will cause uh, on on land, on on infrastructure as well.
0: Now, um, talking about the tectonic plates, the the frictions um, from the Arabian plate and the Anatolian plate has been responsible for every damaging earthquake in the past. So dating back to 1822, um, is the, the the friction between the two plates caused an earthquake of seven point four magnitude, which is significantly um, less than what was recorded um, a, few, a few days back on on Monday. Mm. Um, the largest ever recorded earthquake was in Chile in nineteen sixty, with a magnitude of nine point five, as compared to magnitude of nine in Japan in mm. two thousand eleven. So this disaster has been labeled as being the world's deadliest in over a decade. And uh, again, um, the the pictures and, and and the videos, I mean, they, they they describe so much, but there is still so much more that we haven't seen that that we again, can't even start to imagine um, mm-hmm. what's going on, um, especially in, in, in areas like Syria, which uh, probably is not being reported as much yeah as other affected yeah, areas yeah we'll, we will
3: only come to i think know about this in the next few days where yeah. cuz uh, what we, we were see, seeing was that uh, the first uh, supplies of uh, emergency help yeah. was actually just reached there today was it today yeah so uh, so that we, we were completely kind of unaware of uh, uh, the uh, real situation there however um you know uh, we did mention that obviously we as uh, human beings uh, we as uh, uh, as, as, as a human family, uh, you know, we're all, you know, these, uh, uh, people who have lost their lives and suffering, they're all our brothers and sisters, in, in humanity, and we can help them by doing our best, uh, along with prayers, as well as, uh, uh donate, don donating through charities, uh, so that, uh, the urgent help and care that is needed on the ground can reach them. Uh, and and we are we 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 can do that uh, we can we can contribute in that way. So do uh, please do as best as you can to help uh, people. It could be could be us. It could be anyone uh, who is in that situation. And at that moment, it is uh, you know a duty for for us as Muslims to help people in need, help people who are suffering.
0: The um, number of victims of this devastating earthquake continues to climb quickly. Um, As we said earlier, um, the the recent reports um, from the BBC and and, and, uh, other sources report 19,700-plus deaths um, already, thus marking, uh, again, as we earlier said, one of the deadliest disasters in over a decade. Um, A decade ago, the 2011 Mm -hmm. quake in Japan, with a 9.0 magnitude, killed more than 18,000 people after triggering a... 23 foot tsunami yeah Um, this came after the deadliest recorded earthquake of 7.0 magnitude in uh, Haiti that killed more than 220,000 people now rescue workers um, are still searching for people trapped under the uh, rubble and making it a race against time tens of thousands have been left homeless across Turkey and Syria spending the night off the earthquake in the cold Mm. um again there, there there is so much more that that we can't possibly begin to describe how those people are feeling i mean someone that's outside or someone that made it out safely but his family is is still somewhere um in the un, rubble in, in, the, in the rubble he doesn't care about the code or anything else right i mean his his life is basically
3: in a way ended isn't yeah, it i mean yeah. it's it's such a tragic uh, moment because uh, as we spoke about that picture, about the father holding yeah. uh, a girl's hand, and and she was dead, she was in yeah. the rubble, and he, sh- he was just holding on to her yeah. because he was it he was her, uh, his daughter. So I mean, it just shows that so many uh, of of uh, pe- people who have even survived, they are still in tragedy because they've lost all they had. They yeah. lost their homes, they lost their families, kids. Uh, that's the most heartbreaking part of 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 this uh, of these uh, disasters. Um, However, um, we uh, are um, looking at, uh, you know, this uh, situation, uh, there are obviously uh, positives in terms of the rescue work that is being done. And, and uh, uh, there are many things that gives us hope, uh, even even at this time, with mm-hmm. so many days past, yeah. there is still hope. Uh, we have seen previously in uh, such disasters that people still make it out alive after many days, uh, even without food and water. So, uh, you know, our hats off and uh, um, all the credit to those people who are working day and night to try Absolutely.
0: to save Absolutely. There are so many um, organizations and uh, um, NGOs that are trying to help. Um, they they give you specific uh, websites. They they give you specific locations where you can physically go and drop off some some of the things that are needed. Um, just um, on my Twitter feed, um, I was saying... Um, I have now forgotten the name, the centre back for for Leicester, Tiger centre back, So So Junko mm. exactly. So he he was also um, also mentioning some some location in in Leicester where people can go and they can drop off blankets, etc. So these things are happening. It's literally a click away if you go to Google and you try to find out uh, a a location nearby. Yeah. Where, or you where, can get in touch with your counselor and they exactly, might be able to help and you. And they'll probably be able to help you. Mm. So th- there are many, many ways that, that, that we can still help. Um, it, it's just a, a matter of of um, having and showing sympathy and affection towards yeah. those people. Because um, these, these things happen. And uh, today our brothers and sisters... In that area are in need and tomorrow it will be somewhere else, yeah. right? So it is our, our job and, and, and our duty as human beings to really stand up and show that, that we stand for, for certain values and uh, that we care about uh, not, just, uh, not just ourselves but really uh, humanity in, in general.
3: Absolutely, uh, people have taken refuge in shopping centers, mosques, stadiums, and community centers uh, around 20 miles away from the epicenter of the earthquake in uh, Gaziantep. Uh, according to the Turkish Vice President Fuat Oktay, uh, around uh, 380,000 survivors are currently being sheltered in uh, government uh, dormitories or hotels or uh, you know uh, rescue places. Um, Um, halls, perhaps, Um, and in a rebel-held enclave of Syria, 4 million people were already displaced before the powerful uh, tremors struck, uh, with many living in buildings wrecked by, uh, you know, uh, war and military bombardment, so Mm -hmm. that's another sad part of it, is that, you know, many of these people uh, have already fled uh, war and destruction, and uh, now, you know, they're faced with another destruction. Um, so it's an extremely sad situation. Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is the number to call. You can also tweet at Voice of Islam UK if you wish to send in uh, any comments, uh, uh, any uh, prayers for uh, the people who uh, have been affected. Um, obviously, if uh, if 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 you are from the Turkish community or a Syrian community, and if you have um, any um you know any any uh you know z- uh, in terms of ideas of how and where uh, things can be donated and uh, how uh, communities can be helped then do uh, share that uh, with us uh, we'd love to hear from you Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is the number to call we're going to go for a short break join us after the break uh, you're listening to voice of islam radio station this is the drive time show Welcome back to The Drive Time Show here on Voice of Islam radio station. Our heartfelt uh, prayers and thoughts with the people who are suffering in uh, Turkey and Syria and obviously all the lives that have uh, been lost uh, due to the earthquake that happened a few days back. Um, It's uh, said that the death toll uh, now is about 20,000 and it's increasing. So uh, we're going to look at... um, the um, you know the uh, the the rescue efforts that are ongoing, and uh, we have been speaking to a few of our guests. We're going to speak to our next guest, who is Ibrahim uh, Abbas, who is a Syrian. Uh, no, apologies, I'm in the wrong. Uh,
0: it's uh, Iqbal Hussain that Iqbal we're Hussain, speaking okay. with. Yes, uh, he is the, a scientist at the British Geological Survey and Comet Research Associate. Uh, Iqbal Hussain, Assalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Thank you very much for joining us.
7: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, um, the, the earthquake in Turkey, um, Syria, which measured um, 7.8 at the epicenter, how, how does this compare to most earthquakes and how far um, would this uh, have been felt?
7: Yeah, so this is, by any measure, quite a large earthquake, right? But it's not uncommon. Every year around the world, we get around 10 to 15 of these earthquakes above magnitude 7 around the world. So again, the magnitude isn't that common, but most of the time these earthquakes happen in, in the oceans, deep in the oceans, where they don't really affect people as much. So it's, the really sad thing is having such a large earthquake. It is a large earthquake, but in an area with lots of people, and hence the disaster that's unfolding right in front of our eyes. So it is a large earthquake. It's unfortunate. And the the consequence of the disaster is, is, is that it's happened near a population center.
3: Mm. I mean, it's the the area was uh, was said to be uh, similar to the whole of the UK. Is is that right?
7: Yeah. So, so yeah. If you if you draw a line between, say, Brist- the 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 Severn Estuary in, in near Bristol and the Humber Estuary near Hull,
3: hmm.
7: you draw a line that goes through Birmingham and Sheldon that connects those those cities, so that that's the amount of area that shook in a violent had violent shaking in terms of really really high levels of shaking. Hmm. So. And the, what happened was there's a very large fault line called the Eastern Fault. And what that is, is, is basically just a very large fracture in the ground moved suddenly and violently that's created this earthquake. Mm. So, you know, it's, that's what's caused the earthquake, and that's the sort of scale of the damage you're looking at. And don't forget that there were several earthquakes, so this magnitude 7.8 was the larger one, but only 11 minutes after, there was a magnitude 6.7, which is also quite a quite large earthquake. And several hours later, a magnitude 7.5, which by any measure is a very large earthquake. Mm. But in relation to this 7.8, so it's compounding hazards. Lots of these happening at the same time, near the same, making the whole problem quite worse.
3: Right. And, and you know, these aftershocks or these earthquakes that happen after the main earthquake, as you mentioned, um, how devastating can they be? I mean, how how do they complicate, for example, the rescue efforts?
7: Yes, yeah, so clearly it's it's, to, you know, it's it's psychological as well as physical damage to people. So the main earthquake will have damaged many buildings. You'll seen you'll have seen lots of, uh, of horrible footage and videos and pictures of, of of destroyed buildings. But you know that so even if the building isn't destroyed in one earthquake, it's weakened the aftershock that comes out will usually be a lot smaller in magnitude and size and edgy but because the building's already been damaged it doesn't take that much more to to destroy it even further with the next aftershock All so, Right. so what usually happens authorities will say you know don't go back into the homes uh, for you know they will look tents and things like that outside so families and people can can stay outside and not and into the hands until they've all been checked by engineers
3: right so I mean obviously when, when there is obviously a chance of a second third fourth earthquake then of course you know people trying to dig in and, and reach those people who are deeply st- uh, stuck deep into rubble you know it's, it's also going to be very yes. dangerous for them the rescue people as well as well as for those who they are trying to save right
7: yes of course and that's yeah. the awful tragedy isn't it that by going to help, you're putting yourself at higher risk. Mm. But you'll see lots of great, lots of footage of mm. really, really brave people going in there to try and help rescue people out of the rubble.
3: Mm. Because
7: you you have what they say, seventy two hours to try and rescue as many people as from from underneath the rubble.
3: Yeah,
7: and and most of that rescue happens by local people, um, people around you, the neighbours, the the people, and the the local authorities. But obviously, international efforts go in too. But that takes time to. A lot of the early help happened with the local people mm. and and the communities nearby. They're
3: right. so
7: all you know, all my, all my best everyone out there who are helping and and the bravery of them shouldn't be you know uh, understated.
3: Mm, absolutely, absolutely. They, they. I I guess they had to improvise and just do uh, out of instinct, right? Because I guess there's nothing that can prepare you to deal with such an uh, such a disaster. <laughs> um on this magnitude is there
8: what
7: no so obviously the the statistical uh, is is profound so it's really difficult to prepare for that there are other measures you can take so um the size of the earthquake to us who study earthquakes it was quite surprising but not hugely surprising the location the area where the earthquake happened wasn't surprising at all we knew that area could have large earthquakes and that area has had large earthquakes in the past. So the location where it happened was not a surprise at all. We knew there was going to be an earthquake there. So by knowing that alone, you can prepare for all these things. You can build buildings and infrastructure that are fairly resilient to, to, to being damaged by earthquakes, particularly if we know that there, earthquakes happening there is a part.
3: Are you still with
0: us?
7: Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, yes, yeah.
0: Right, um, you know, no, you you mentioned that 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 we need to sort of build buildings that can. Um, I mean, we need to lay a better infrastructure to withstand the force of earthquakes. Um, w- w- how much would the government now need to do in Turkey to maybe look at this problem for for for, for, for um the future?
7: Well, actually, you know, Turkey is one of those countries that has a very good earthquake building regulations. And um, it, it, it's one of the few countries that has really invested a lot of effort and time and energy to building and designing really good codes. So about, and I'm sure the, the, the after this earthquake, the codes will be revised and the regulations will be improved even more. But what's really important is to making sure that the codes that are there, the regulations that are there, making sure that they're implemented properly. So people and contractors who are building homes and infrastructure, bridges and things like that, actually follow the rules, so according to the rules they have, and that's actually really difficult, and that's really difficult to enforce, difficult for a government to try and um, uh, make sure that they're building things properly, and that's a huge problem, not just in Turkey, but all across the world, and particularly in low-income developing countries as well, so it's it's a problem that's international, and it's the result of not building things properly is what you see in, unfolding in, in front of us, that disasters that as you said today in nearly 20 people lost their lives too
0: mm-hmm. so we um, can do better absolutely absolutely we can and should do better as as, as a community um now I, I i was reading somewhere that um take is supposed to be the most um, earthquake prone zone in the world um why is that well
7: firstly just to counter that Turkey isn't the most earthquake-prone zone in the world. Okay. It certainly has a lot of earthquakes. Hmm. So Turkey, along with Greece and Italy, are probably it's probably the most earthquake-prone um, are probably some of the earthquake-prone countries in in Europe. Okay. But that isn't abnormal in the sense that it has more earthquakes than anywhere else. But Turkey, you know, but let's, so that aside, Turkey ha- is a very interesting situation tectonically. So it sits between two two beasts, as it were, the big beast to the north of it, that's Europe and Asia, but it's one huge mass that, that tectonically is a very big beast that doesn't move much. Mm. And so the south of it is Africa and Libya. The two other plates are also very big and and, and, and strong blocks of, of Earth. And what's happening is the Libyan plate is moving slowly north and in, effectively it's crashing into Asia by about 10 to 15 millimeters a year sound like a lot 10 to 15 millimeters but if imagine that happening over millions of years that's a lot of that's happening so and turkey's stuck in between the two of them mm-hmm. right so imagine the, the good analogy is like a a, a a tube of toothpaste if you squeeze a tube of toothpaste and mm. squeezing imagine is arabia and 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 asia and what comes out the uh, the tube is that squirting fluid the the toothpaste that's turkey that's what's happening to turkey because it's it's a weak little thing in the middle tectonically that's been squeezed out right to the to, towards the west mm. and this tectonic movement is what's causing energy to build up on these fault lines called the east anatolian fault the one that we had this big earthquake the other day and another larger fault north anatolian fault that's like a little pac-man eating away at, at turkey so these are the two main structures in turkey where a lot of earthquake energy tectonic energy is and they they will get released in earthquakes unfortunately
0: Um, um, Iqbal thank you very much for uh, providing such detailed insight Um, and I I wish when we pray that everything goes well from here uh, forwards for all the people in Turkey and Syria, thank you very much for your time God bless you. you Thank you very much.
3: Uh, we'll move uh, to our next guest. We have uh, on uh, the line with us, uh, we have Ibrahim Abbas, who is a Syrian uh, an aid worker. He's actually currently uh, at the border right now of Turkey and Syria. Um, we're uh, in the thick of it. Uh, uh, good afternoon, uh, Ibrahim. as alaikum. alaykum. Uh, welcome to the Drive Time Show of Voice of Islam. How are you, sir? Wa
8: as wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.
3: Um, can you describe your uh, role in providing the relief and support to earthquake victims? Obviously, you are at the scene, um, uh, at the border. Uh, what are you, uh, you know, seeing uh, at the moment?
8: So right now, I'm in Gaza and in Teb City, in, in the northern of Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, what you are providing, uh, we are here, uh, we are in local community groups. Uh, named Hassan Hoja, uh, it means that Sheikh Hassan Hoja في, uh, in Gaza in uh, We do provide uh, food, we do provide blankets, heating materials. Uh, my role basically, I'm like we are in our team, I do translation, Turkish to Arabic, and Varsavas. And uh, I do. I do distribute with their team, and I do some media work with them.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, uh, so, so w- how much uh, how much support is available, and how much more uh, do you think is is needed? Uh, looking at you know,
8: uh, the there scale is a of, lot of G. a lot of needs to be covered. Uh, that usually uh, in Turkey they do have this system. They do they do work in a very system way. But uh, this time, I think because of the snow, I think the local uh, principals was busy with the snow. So when this uh, earthquake came, so on the first day, I noticed that they didn't do anything. But our group was working. We were work 24-7. And uh, they started, basically, most of the local NGOs and the groups went, to the borders of the city, to the to the countryside, but uh, there was people inside the city who are in need. People have to stay in the in the parks, in the masjids, any open area, just to keep safe, to stay safe. So this is the this is the situation. Right now we are in the first day. They start to work. I noticed that they start. Distributing distributing soup and uh, summer blankets, and uh, they start install- installing tents in the box. But it was a little bit late. They didn't start in the first, maybe start in the half in the second day.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Brother Ibrahim, you, you you mentioned the weather and the snow. Um, from a weather point of view, what are the things most needed at the time over of, of there uh, at the scene?
8: Sorry, I didn't get that.
0: Um, my, my question to you was in regards to the weather. Uh, from a weather point of view, what are the things needed the most at the moment?
8: The things needed the most, they need to coordinate more. There must be more coordination. And uh, because uh, yesterday we went to the village, uh, most of the houses were on the ground, but we noticed that uh, like five or maybe six groups came to the same village
3: mm-hmm.
8: and they just give the people so when we came when we arrived people were like what are you having no we have this no we have that no sorry you have everything we need go mm-hmm. and so this must be done the more coordination and uh, yeah i think that's it because people are working to be honest right and i noticed this they have this so they do some coordination on the uh, drug level medication uh, so usually the pharmacists offered uh, free medical for the people free me- medicine sorry uh, so this time the stocks the wholesalers offered the pharmacists to give them money and they will distribute the, the medicines as it's needed mm. yeah. so it was a good idea to be done Right, but everything I think they do, they do fine usually. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Uh, no,
3: it's it's great to hear that there is uh, a lot of uh, a lot of effort in this respect. Um, um, have you um, do Do you think there's still hope for for more people to survive and, and be rescued from from under the rubble?
8: Um, I'm sorry, I, I didn't get that. Do you think that there
3: is there, there is still hope uh, that more people can be rescued from from under the rubble under you know the, yeah, the yeah, buildings? Yeah, yeah,
8: of course they are still working. They are still working. We went uh, it's near to the place that we are volunteering in. There was a a demolished, a demolished building. Uh, they were the teams there worked it for like uh, twenty four hours. Wow. Uh, sorry for. Yeah, 24 hours. Sorry. So yes. they to get uh, people out, and they were still getting people out. I want to mention that because of the snow, that team, the Afat team, and the police there, they didn't get any food. So Alhamdulillah, we was the first to provide them hot soup and uh, boiled eggs and uh, and some bread.
3: Alhamdulillah. Uh, that Do is them,
8: alhamdulillah. yeah,
3: Alhamdulillah. That is great. Uh, may Allah bless you for your hard work, and your uh, you know Thank support. You. Any any uh, anything in terms of uh, future, uh, you know, because a lot of these people now are homeless and they you know their homes are destroyed. So what what will be the future need for looking after these people who have survived? Uh,
8: right now, to be honest, I see that everything is okay. They just need like i said more coordination for the future that's more coordination more coordination and i noticed that they should do something for the first aid like they should train train more people Mm -hmm. i think that they should train more people to provide the first aid and to deal with the emergency cases
3: absolutely ibrahim abbas uh, uh, working uh, right at the syrian turkish border uh, thank you very much jazakallah uh, khair for joining may allah bless you your efforts you're
8: welcome you're welcome
3: assalamu alaikum barakatuh. thank
8: you so much
3: wa is the number to call uh, you can also tweet at voice of islam uk i mean you can just imagine and and you know, uh understand from listening to uh, you know, uh our guest as well as uh you know Ibrahim who is right at the border of uh of Syria and Turkey um looking at uh you know the the the, the situation where um, where people have are being rescuing and um and, and people are being looked after. Obviously there is so many NGOs now that are working on this. So what we can do, as we mentioned earlier was that we can do our bit. We can do our bit in a way that uh, you know, uh, you know, our our humble efforts can can make a big difference uh, at the ground. You know, so you can uh, you can donate to charity and you can um, make a difference. You know, um, HumanityFirst dot org. We spoke to um, we spoke to uh, Yusuf earlier as well. Uh, if you want to choose to give to HumanityFirst or to any other uh, charity that is. Uh, you know, diverting all that money and your donations to uh, the ground uh, to help people, then you know we should we should definitely do that. Zero two zero eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight is the number to call. You can also tweet at Voice of Islam UK. Uh, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back uh, as we continue to talk about the devastating earthquake in uh, Turkey and Syria. <laughs>
1: You're
2: listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Broadcasting on DAB and via the internet 24 hours a day.
5: In this season of Hope, Faith and New Beginnings, let's focus on self reflection improvement, and doing good deeds. God says in the Holy Quran, they will say, our Lord, perfect our light for us and forgive us. Surely thou hast power over all things. Chapter 66, verse nine. Our light can shine by showing kindness, love and support to the people around us. The holy prophet of Islam, peace be upon him, said that the best of you are those who have the best character, Bukhari and Muslim. Let's try our best to improve our character and let our light shine on behalf of the voice of islam radio we extend our best wishes to all our friends and listeners may God bless you all, Ameen.
1: Azrat Mirza Majroor Ahmad is the present head of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, the most dynamic international community within Islam. The community was established by Hazrat Mirza Khulam Ahmed in Kardian, a small and remote village in India. He claimed to be the expected reformer of the latter days, the one awaited by all major world religions. Founded in 1889, the community has continued to spread throughout the world, flourishing under Caliphate, the system of spiritual leadership established after the demise of the Holy Founder. The current successor of this movement, Hazrat Mirza Masrur Ahmed, continues the work of the Holy Founder to revive the spiritual and moral state of mankind. The movement embodies the benevolent message of Islam and its pristine purity, a movement that preaches peace, universal brotherhood, and submission to the will of God. Ahmadi Muslims have earned the distinction and reputation of being a law-abiding and peaceful community. Within a century, the movement has reached all the corners of the earth and has been recognized and praised by the global community.
5: Your faith is dedicated to serving the society that you live in and from what I've seen, heard and and, and experienced from mainstream charities, schools and churches your faith and community have contributed in significant ways. I have personally experienced and heard that you have raised tens of thousands of pounds uh, on sponsored walks for children, older people and people with disabilities you have dedicated yourselves to charitable social projects and most significantly of all, you have not distinguished between faiths, ethnicities
1: or communities.
2: listening to the voice of islam radio broadcasting on dab and via the internet 24 hours a day
3: assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. may peace and blessings of allah be upon uh, you all uh, we're uh, here on voice of islam radio station and we're talking about the uh, earthquake the devastating earthquake uh, in uh, southern turkey and uh, northern syria Uh, And of course, um, as we have spoken to many of our guests today, uh, the uh, situation is quite dire um, and there is a lot of help needed and uh, we should try to help as best as we can. Obviously, there's lots of uh, communities who have been affected by that, not only in Turkey and Syria, but actually outside of it, uh, even here in the UK as well. Uh, We're going to speak to uh, our next guest, uh, Halit uh, Karakaya who is uh, West London Turkish uh, belongs to West London Turkish Community Center who are actually a registered charity and they also run a Turkish mosque and a Turkish school in West London. Good afternoon. Uh, Assalamu alaikum peace be upon you. Uh, Halit. Uh, welcome to Alek-
9: the dr- Alaikum salam brother. Well, um uh,
3: thank you for joining. Uh, I mean um, thank, you. Uh, thank you
9: for inviting me.
3: Yes uh, it's it's a great honor to have have you. Um, obviously um, our 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 heartfelt uh, prayers uh, are with you and your communities um, you. how helpful has the community been with uh, donations for the victims of the earthquake and if you can tell us a little bit about the efforts in that respect
9: if I can just explain how we um, proceeded on Monday when we found out we had an emergency meeting at our uh, community centre and uh, we decided on a two prong attack one was to receive donations and Uh, in terms of uh, blankets uh, winter coats for ladies and gentlemen uh, and for children uh, baby supplies like nappies and uh, formula and the second side was to we have a a website which we ask people to donate money Mm. Um, within 24 hours we're inundated with um, clothes blankets baby products from every area of the community I mean our Turkish volunteers were there sorting it out but we had vans from the ukraine uh group we had vans from a, a polish society we had vans from sri lankan uh group we had three or four mosques that did their own uh collections for us uh we have just we've got five more pallets right now and today we've transported at least 120 pallets of goods to texas airlines hangar in heathrow um the response was just humongous it was i was mean, just um uh, heartbreaking to see what was going on in in Turkey but it was just overwhelming that how everybody, uh, all Londoners got together, Um, Muslim community, our own community got together and uh, gave support. uh, We're we're very thankful for everything that's been done.
0: Um, Have have you faced any challenges or hindrance with um, sending aid or donations? (sighs)
9: To be honest, I mean, it, the biggest challenge or the biggest hindrance that we had is that it was just too much. Mm. Um, we had to stop uh, the collection on Tuesday at four o'clock and it's Friday, uh, Thursday now and we've turned away, you know, half a dozen people every couple of, uh, you know, every day we've turned away a couple of people, um, half a dozen people because people still want to give um, because it's the helplessness that we're here, we don't know what to do and we're trying to help. But, um we had to stop it, and we're now. Um, if you can uh, find out if there's any brothers or sisters that can help us transport stuff to Syria, we could still carry on collecting, send it to Syria. Because Turkey has now asked us to stop sending stuff because obviously we've got people in Germany, Holland, France that are doing it as well. But mm. um, we'd like to we'd like to help with the Syrian situation as well.
3: Okay. Uh, well, uh, we will pray that that also gets sorted quickly um, Inshallah. Uh, Inshallah So um, how are you coordinating with the agencies uh, Non-profit organizations, charities okay, uh, so, In response to this, yeah
9: so, so the Turkish consulate selected five community centers In and around London We were one of them And uh, they got in, uh, the Turkish airlines got in contact with us And they said we're going to do the cargoing to Istanbul Once it gets to Istanbul Then uh, the charities in Turkey will take over that part of it has been quite uh, easy to to organise. Uh, the government took over, and the Turkish uh, airlines um, really stepped to the mark and and, and helped. It, uh, even even transporting the, the the products to you know the donations to um, Heathrow, even the companies there really helped. So there's loads of freight companies, HET really helped. Um, the, the, the you know the response was just awe inspiring
0: um you 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 mentioned a a website um could you tell our listeners um uh, uh, what the website is
9: yep yeah, it's uh, wltv.org.uk
0: so that's w l t v . o r g . u k
9: and we have a a a link there for it's called deprem there's english and turkish but deprem means earthquake in turkish but if you click the english version it will say earthquake and you can make donations there If if, if you want to make donations to any of the big uh, charities that are working in the area, it would be appreciated because we've. I think you know, as far as clothing and blankets, I think so much has been done in Turkey and outside Turkey. I think from now on, it will be uh, cash donations, money donations, if we can, uh, you know, help the situation because this is something that's going to go on for a long, long time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're still at the moment; they're still doing search and rescue and people still coming out now
3: yeah
9: and then over time uh they're going to have to clear the roads for the stuff that has been collected to to send over it's a big operation it's massive i mean so far the 17,000 people have passed away and and the numbers rising every day Mm. and we don't know what the end result's going to be but there's still people being pulled out of the rubble
3: yeah i mean that's what exactly what we were talking about earlier in the show that you know We have to make sure that we don't forget this, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in a week's time or a few days' time, or even a month's time, because this is something that will require uh, help and support from the international community for quite some time to go. Obviously, you're going to look at people who who are left homeless and infrastructure, and all of these things obviously do uh, need uh, support, and and um, you know, there's cost involved in that. Uh, but uh, that's obviously the long term, isn't it? In terms of
9: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, in any kind of disaster like this, um, the, the first sort of three four days is just about rescuing as many people as possible. Yeah. Once that's done, the roads need to be cleared because uh, not only have we got the earthquake, we're also dealing with the winter. Yeah. So the roads are icy, they're snowy, and uh, there's issues. You know, just transporting stuff there. Um, but the armies involved the, the police are involved the civil services involved. I mean it, it it really is everyone's uh, put their hand under the rock to lift it up to, to 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 you know help this situation
3: definitely may Allah bless your efforts and the uh, efforts of the communities thank as you well very much, thank much, Brother you so Alhamd. much thank you assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi
9: wabarakatuh hi salam uh,
3: salman again you know uh, the 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 amazing response of mm. uh, of of people's efforts that we see um, across the world um, you know it's it's uh, that that lifts the spirit up that uh, you know uh, at this time uh, people are coming together and really doing their best to try yeah, to help. I mean
0: that that shows you. I mean, look, we have two different regions that are affected. I mean, it's it's was one region, mm. but it's uh, two countries, and and you can t- see. Um, where an, an, an organized effort has been made, um, the results are just coming much quicker, right? Yeah. Just the fact that the Turkish government it, uh, told them that, look, stop uh, bringing in more aid. Um cash, items, uh, yes. From a uh, cash point of view, yes, go ahead. But uh, other aid, just to stop it for now because we've got enough, right? Mm. That just shows you that on, on one side of, of the border, the right sort of action has been taken. Mm. And um, the... In a, uh, international community was able to help, yeah. and uh, on the other side, but they, they, and there there still room, room 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 for yeah. um, uh, improvement. But yeah, definitely a good sign. The fact that people are turning up on a di- um, on a daily basis and and they're trying to help and, and 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 they are offering their services and whatever they can help with is definitely a good sign from a, a humanitarian point of view.
3: Yeah, exactly, and and whatever good we do, whatever. Small it is, as you mentioned. Even if it's like five pound donation, ten pound donation, whatever you can, it's the intention that counts, right? When yeah. you when you help, uh, our our aim, as uh, as we read in the Holy Quran, is that if you save one life, uh, you know, if you. If you help people uh, who are the creation of Allah, we all are creation of God. And if you help anyone, you know, you get the reward of it. In the Holy Quran, chapter 55, 60, verse 61, we read, the reward of goodness is nothing but goodness. So these are the times when we need to be very swift in our actions and we are required to make, uh, you know, sacrifices on a very uh, quick basis as well. Um, the freezing winter weather, of course, as we have talked about um and the aftershocks of the earthquakes, um, you know, makes it more difficult for, uh, the aid workers to come to the rescue for the victims. Um, and rescuers are racing to save people who are trapped beneath the rubble after thousands of buildings have collapsed in, in both of these uh, countries on both sides of the areas. Um, now Greece, uh, despite, uh, it's historic, uh, you know, Uh, rivalry and complication was one of the first countries to offer help to Turkey. Uh, Turkish and Kurdish communities in Germany have also launched donation drives to send warm clothes, blankets, essentials and money to victims of the earthquake. We know UK has also launched a scheme also sending 3 million pounds of aid uh, support to Turkey. Um, According to uh, Reuters, the Turkish community in Germany consists of 2.3 million people who are of Turkish origin, which makes it the largest Turkish uh, community uh, concentration in the world. Uh, Zaman, mm-hmm. you were just talking about this, right? Because you yeah. have a ge- German background as well, that mm-hmm.
0: there are a lot of Turkish people in Germany. Loads, loads, loads. of Turkish people. And yeah, um, as we were saying earlier, that um, humanity has... Rallied together, kind of. Uh, yeah. Rallied really together, has has come together, and shown efforts. Um, as you were uh, mentioning, many countries, Greece... Um, and and the uh, neighboring countries they've all uh, offered their help and they've um sent as much help as they can um i was uh, reading early online that the um welsh government has o- also given 300,000 pounds um towards the um earthquake fund so yeah definitely um there is um things are, are being done mm. um now uh, crews from around the world have been making their way to the um uh epicenter to help and assist um in the rescue rescue efforts and that, that that's something that always amazes me mm. is that uh, organizations and NGOs how quickly they reach for disaster relief yeah. and these are all people that are living a very uh, normal life they yes. they have family they have friends they they have their own work to do etc mm. etc despite that for for them to really drop everything mm. um within um maybe hours and yeah. ma- make their way to to the um, epicenter really shows great great uh humanity morality and so on right hmm. um on tuesday uh, more than 7800 people in turkey had been rescued um across 10 uh provinces so, and so,
3: yeah that that is a massive good news yeah, right yeah. because uh so many people have been rescued and uh not only just that but also the people who are being looked after and the ngos that we are speaking to the people working on the ground there mm-hmm. you know day-to-day basis if they're providing hot meals helping people yeah. you know s- uh, s- uh, giving them that safety that is that is the positive out of a very you know uh tragic
0: uh situation absolutely um now according to the disaster management agency in turkey more than 24,400 uh, emergency personnel were on the ground on tuesday already so that's that's around 25,000 people that, mm. again w- within the uh, within 24 hours yeah they were there the who's uh, who's senior uh, emergency officer uh, mr Mershing, said that syria didn't have a strong uh, as strong of a capacity as turkey to respond to the crisis as they are already grappling with a lengthy humanitarian crisis due to the Cold War and the uh, cholera outbreak. So as we uh, were mentioning er- earlier that Syria was already, already going through yeah. some crisis, and then obviously this came on top of it, which, yeah. which makes things so much more difficult.
3: Exactly. And I think that, um, look, it, it can happen anywhere and to anyone. And it doesn't have to be an earthquake, but we have seen over the years that so many natural disasters uh, are happening around the world whether it is floods hurricanes you know earthquakes uh, uh, tsunamis or other kind of uh, you know wildfires for example as well mm-hmm. so uh, at at this moment in time I mean, what what it teaches us is to be ready to help and ready to support uh, people wherever they are right yeah. regardless of their background religion ethnicity uh, culture what people need at at that very time, uh, the, the basic needs are exactly you know the the very same. People yeah. need basic basic uh, help, basic uh, support. Um, so so that is uh, extremely important, and and that is great to to see as well that uh, the international community is uh, getting together. And um, not only that, but also you know the, uh, the 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 wars that are happening, the conflicts that are happening uh, throughout the world. You just you just think, like, do we not have enough to deal with already in terms of natural disaster and helping yeah. people, yeah. poverty, as well as helping people who are struggling and recovering from that, that we, as an international uh, community, like, you know, uh, on top of that, you bring bring about conflicts. You yeah. really don't have time for that. You exactly. really don't have exactly. capacity to to deal with that when, yeah. when these are the pressing issues that we are you dealing such, with.
0: mean such sort of pre-existing um geopolitical issues right mm. they become a hindrance yes now why was the world not as quick as um um uh, as quick in reacting towards syria in in comparison to the reaction towards turkey mm. right it's the same region the 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 exact same event took place yeah but there there were pre-existing issues yes and because of that this very very major incident could not uh, have been uh, we 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 weren't able to take care of it as as good as uh, as we should have done, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, obviously, natural disasters are devastating. The loss of life, the injuries, and the destruction itself. Um, it, it it leaves families, nations, and the world in general in agony and despair. Um, we, we pray from, from the bottom of hearts that may Allah give those who have lost their loved ones patience. May he protect all those who have been left behind and may he help all the aid workers and the rescue teams who are working tirelessly at the sites of destruction. Mm. I mean um And may Allah also help
3: those who, who have recovered and who are now
0: going to live
3: with those losses and those traumas that they yeah. have been through because that's that's another thing which is very
0: difficult. Yeah. This um, this redeveloping process is not just gonna be redeveloping the roads and the buildings, but it will be redeveloping many, many people from the inside. Yes. And that can really take um decades. Yeah. And and the trauma of of it will would probably be with them for forever. So may, may Allah bless their souls or and may Allah bless everyone that is uh involved in in, in this whole uh relief process. Absolutely. Zero two zero eight
3: six eight seven seven eight seven eight would like to thank all of our guests. I mean many of them actually working on the ground and and taking our time uh to to speak to us uh of course you know they're they're busy day and night uh trying to rescue and the only purpose to to get to speak to them was for us for our listeners and everybody to to kind of learn about the important work that's going on and how important it is for us to uh support uh the the charities and support the rescue operations as best as we can. And uh, we'll also like to thank all our listeners for joining in as well. Uh, Keep praying and keep uh, doing uh, your best uh, in trying to help out. And obviously we'd like to uh, thank uh, our producers for today's show, Anam Mahmood, Faiza Mirza, Maliha Shahzad and Faiza Sayyid Ahmed for their uh, support uh, behind the scenes. Thank you very much uh, once again for listening to Voice of Islam radio station. Join us tomorrow for another live program here on Voice of Islam.